All right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solobase15, here with my good friend, Zareth, who refuses to share his popsicles with me, just taunts me on the screen. How are you, Zareth? Nah, nah. Um. All right. Wow. We're 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 back. We're back for another week. A lot happened this past week. I'm actually. I kind of think that we're gonna have a lot happen this upcoming week. Uh, have a lot to talk, to talk about next week, but um, we did we did get an update this week. We did. I'm I'm here sulking because I feel like they should. They should have given us more to talk about today. I, I, because it's the last day, we're recording on the last day of January. I thought that today we were going to get our state of the galaxy as well. At least I, I hoped. I didn't, I don't know if I thought that. Like, I guess I would have predicted it today. I, I, I thought it was fairly likely, you know, somewhat likely, but, but we didn't. So, but, but we still have the, the update to talk about. So that's good. We do. We do. And actually, this update is so it was buried in a, you know, in the fixes section, but they kind of changed how Lord Vader is working as a team. And it's not in a good way. (laughs) Um, So they did a quote unquote bug fix where they fixed an issue in which Lord Vader's lead ability would apply crit hit immunity to all allies instead of the lone intended ally. So um, that team is getting crit a lot more, which, you know, with the number one counter being Supreme Leader Kylo at the moment and the, um, you know, CG saying we're going to fix the Supreme Leader Kylo counter so it can't work. And now they just made the Supreme Leader Kylo counter that much more easy yeah uh, so it's it's a funny thing because at the same time i saw saw a ton of people switching to the that the comp that beats that real easy and it still beats like if you use the the lord vader comp with with you know the royal guard then thrawn and darth vader and uh what's his name maul if you put yeah. a, if you use all those resources on the team, that it does shut down the Supreme Leader Kylo comp fairly well. It, like it's still uh, even even though like so you're right. Whereas like all the other matches with Supreme Leader Kylo uh, comp, like Supreme Leader Kylo beating other Lord Vader comps got way easier. That like in my little sphere of watching people and stuff, I keep seeing all these failures against it because you know and and that even happened in territory wars as well like i i saw that a lot you know it's just yeah well it's funny because after territory wars today in our alt guild so our guild set supreme leader kylo on defense and specifically in the front zone and this guy in our alt guild like flipped the hell out he's like why would you set the number one lord vader counter on defense and good guilds counter it so easy. And it's like, we sat there and tried to explain to them, A, that we open up the board and uh, we were up against Shadowland shot first. They set that difficult uh, Lord Vader team like you expect them to. And 
Then uh, B, it's like, because we have our Lord Vader on defense, we're trying to draw out their counters. <laughs> you know, we actually set Sith Eternal, Supreme Leader Kylo on defense in front of Lord Vader specifically to draw out their counters. And he got so pissed, like so pissed that we set this on defense. And so I showed him the dot GG stats and he's like, well, those aren't real. I don't trust that because dot GG has the four man spring later Kylo below 50% for that, for that version of Lord Vader with 128 people running it. So it's not like, you know, it's like, oh, look, there's three people and two of them lost it. Like 128 times it was seen. So it's a, it's a decent sample size. And my God, you would think that the world ended. It, well, it did, I thought. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's just a very interesting thing. I, Lord Vader is in such an awkward place right now, I feel like. And not, not least because Maul is such a compelling team and if he leaves the team, Mandalorians just devolve into a sack of crap. Right. You know, like you can sometimes find a team to that they can beat, but then you're like, well, I have like three other teams that could beat that level of team anyways, including like Finn Resistance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like you can just kill anything with, with Mandos. Uh, or, you know, you can, if you can kill something with Mandos, you can kill something with anything else as, as long as... I mean, I guess you could, that's, that's maybe hyperbole, but for the most part, I mean, Maul is so good, though, as, as an offensive character. It kills right. me that he has to go on Lord Vader sometimes. Oh, my God. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the last two fights this round, I just took Lord Vader on offense because my opponents had Starkiller and liked to set Starkiller on defense, and I wanted Maul on offense to <laughs> handle that team. Um because it is that, that is such an expensive mall being put on defense with Lord Vader. And then to throw Darth Vader and Thrawn on the team. Right. It's just so expensive to do. I've gotten out of the habit of caring about Thrawn. Like, I, he's just not, it, like, if you go without using a character for long enough, you learn how to, you get, like, <laughs> like, they're not a crutch anymore, you know? You, you can... Right. And I don't, I don't even think of him as a tool, really. Like, there was one time that I just, like, kept him because I thought I was going to use him potentially for, like, the Sith Eternal comp against uh, Kenobi. But then they didn't yeah. they didn't uh, set Kenobi. And, and then I just didn't use Thrawn because I didn't have a use for him. Like, right. So I don't, I don't mind Thrawn being on there. Um, I guess Darth Vader, like, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine has a new toy. So... <laughs> So like he can go with Mara, and then you know they, they don't necessarily need Darth Vader. So I, I could go yeah. with him, but Maul is the one. I, I'm just I'm struggling, man. I don't want to. And and you're right, like taken all together, if you're especially if you're used to using those characters elsewhere, it is just damn expensive. And then and then CG's like, well not maybe not CG, but Lord Vader's like, I'm not good without you guys having relics. And I'm like, <laughs> you whiny little right. bee, like. Cut it out. Yeah. Well, and so uh, the, you know, I, I've kind of, in the two weeks that we've had Starkiller, I've kind of used four different teams with him. But, and I haven't used the Darth Vader lead with him, but a lot of people have told me that the Darth Vader lead is what beats the GLs. So to stick him on Lord Vader, 
and take away that potential on offense, just I don't like it. Um, so I took Lord Vader on offense because also everybody expects to see Lord Vader on defense. So they keep the Lord mm-hmm. Vader counters. And so if you can trick them and have Lord Vader on offense and have something that the Lord Vader counters can't beat in the back, I mean, you, you could easily catch somebody off guard. Yeah, I think I've probably killed, or maybe I fit. I don't know. I think I've killed all the Lord Vaders I've come up, I've come across. I think it since GAC restarted with this format, I, I honestly think that I've probably killed eighteen total Lord Vaders. <laughs> yes, like, probably. I, I don't, uh, you know, and and eighteen of my Lord Vaders have been at least attacked or looked at by my opponents, like. I, I've never used him on offense in GAC because you're right. That's if it, at, at the end game, I know that not everyone has Lord Vader, at least, uh, you know, even, even a large section don't yeah. like, uh, yeah, a big, a big section of people listening to this podcast don't have Lord Vader, but in, in our circles of, you know, just like total destructive people that we have to fight. Uh, everyone's got Lord Vader and it's a, uh, it's a huge mess. If, if, if there's one that you can, uh, if you had to bet money, you're like, okay, so if you had to bet money on one character, one team that was going to be on defense, like, I, I think I'd put all my money on Lord Vader. Yeah. yeah like, if you're like, yes. if you had to predict that an opponent, without even looking at their past defenses, just predict, right. look at the roster real quick and say, which team, what character, what, th- what thing is going to be on their defense, for sure. Yeah. I think it's Lord Vader. It's just like the universal defensive team right now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. But now, so the other thing that made it or that's easier is since this is how we, we got into this Lord Vader discussion with this crit hit thing, uh, it makes the JMK counter a lot easier. And I know you're going to say, well, JMK already beats Lord Vader. Like, why does it need to be easier? It doesn't need to be easier, but now it is even easier. Like, in a, prior to this change, if Maul hits your cat, like, you're in for a tough fight on that, you know, the cooldown. Mm-hmm. But now, it kind of doesn't matter because every time Ahsoka assists, she's critting and dispelling on the crit. Where in the past, she wasn't doing that because, you know, the crit hit immunity was spread around. So it's it's like, oh, the rich are getting richer on this one. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's it's so silly, man. I don't... such a weird thing because it, it, they needed to fix it because that was an issue. I, I wondered right. about that before. Yes. I'm, I'm like, yeah. why, why am I not getting, you know, but at the same time, I... It makes him even worse. Like it doesn't. He's still a good. Like he still gets a ton of holds for people. Like I've gotten a bunch right. of holds with him. He still. He still attracts a ton of good teams. You know, people are like, "You can multi-shot him so easy," and I'm like, well, "Okay, so you're failing against me." Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. Man, multi-shot. Pull, <laughs> yeah. Like pull my. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, this sucks. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> okay, you're failing against me. That that's great. Like that's what we want. So. Well, that's like, so I was talking to somebody today and it's somebody that uh, took a small break from the game and then 
for two months and then came back after because they're in college and they came back after their semester and they're like, well, I heard I heard sending in a burner fleet against executor makes the cleanup really easy. And I was like, yeah, but then you're guaranteeing a loss. <laughs> right. Like, how is that? How is that good for you when I mean, on the TIE fighter pilot version, I'm probably 70 percent right now. And there's still that 30% just F you like Razor Crest dodges three of the four hits on a multi-attack. Um, but I'm probably 70%. And when I fail, I've gotten to the point now where I've taken down usually two ships, as long as there's not, you know, stupid RNG or something. Gosh, you know what I want? Uh, what I really, you know what I want? What I really, really want i'll tell you yeah, and i just thought that so stop <laughs> so i'll tell you what i want so uh here's here's the thing i i want a ship that it just sits in reinforcements and its reinforcement ability is to like it doesn't actually do anything one way or another it just impacts the battlefield and it takes evade away as a mechanic it just negates it yeah. it's just uh an aura of negation where you can use one of your reinforcement slots to never have to worry about evasion again. And I would be so happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Evasion just needs to die 2% my ass. Um, because the ships are dodging before the evasion up goes up with the reinforcement. I'm so frustrated. I hate that fleet so much. Um, one day hashtag one day it'll be it'll be gone and here's the question how do you how do you build a ship that's anti-executor because that's that's what they do right they they build an anti-executor ship as the next big thing and then they say oh crap we didn't even think about negotiator that's now countering it um and then they send out some patch how do you stop the executor? Well, I mean, he'll, it'll always be relevant because you can, if you can race fast enough to get all the, all of the, uh, you know, components to be able to reduce the cooldowns to explode things. Like the Death Star is always going to get his. But I, you have to think. I mean, I had a similar thought with Treya. Actually, I remember reading Treya's kit. I was like, how how are they going to one up this? And then they, they released right. Jedi Knight Revan. And Jedi Knight Revan wasn't like straight up better necessarily, but they put they put the mechanics of you he just auto targets Treya, right? And uh, you know, and then it was really tough for Treya to be able to to actually cope with that. So yeah, I don't know. They'll they'll come up with something. Maybe they can uh, retroactively uh, like all all we need really like Radis. I've gotten really close back back in the day when when it was like first ish released in the first month or so i remember i tested a ton with radis trying to get it so that we can get the you know get the executor kill before executor yep. kills radis and I, I got real close a few times i was like man i wonder I'm, I'm not really willing to put a ton of more resources into this fleet <laughs> but it seems like that might be possible yeah it's somewhat consistent like just give us a resistance bomber and maybe that'll happen Lord, yes, seriously. More ships. More ships. Ships. That's what we need. Um, <laughs> I don't give a ship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a ship, indeed. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, so life is hard. So what else happened this week? Uh, we got a new character that I honestly don't see a lot of use for right now until the rest of her team comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me either. I, I, I've always wondered. So yeah, we got second sister. I've always wondered about yeah. the naming hierarchy for the for the Inquisitors. So, I, I mean, I get it. Like, they call themselves the sisters and brothers or whatever. You know, this is the second one yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm guessing it's not like a rank. It's not like she's like the second. Like, she's just like probably the second one that they recruited or something. Like Right, yeah. Like, does it get awkward eventually when they've, once they've recruited enough? They're like, uh, 576th sister. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, like second sister sounds fine. It sounds cool. But like once I know, I know that like the, the organization in the state that I work for, we go by employee numbers and you know, that like, since I started working there, there's been thousands of people hired after me, uh, you know, and it's kind of, it's weird to see people with, you know, like this, this huge, you know, hiring number. And <laughs> you just, if you translate that to the inquisitorious position, I don't know what the yeah. hell they're calling it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, they can't be hiring as many people as my organization, frankly, but eventually, uh, you know, uh, so we could, we could move on. I just, the naming hierarchy is weird. Uh, what do you think of second sister though? Uh, she's a character. <laughs> like I read her kit and honestly, there's a lot, there's a lot of call outs in her kit um i think her animations look cool i'll say that there's a lot of call outs in her kit though that we just don't see what they're calling out to so right. i'm i'm holding i'm holding all judgment but it didn't it didn't make me excited to see it uh, so there's this really really weird part of her kit where uh it's like when she's the lead, if someone marks someone on your team, your whole yeah. team gets marked. Right. And it's like, okay, well, that sucks. <laughs> like, yay, yay for taking her as the lead. And now your opponent just has the choice to kill anything. And some people are saying, some people are saying, oh, well, that, that just makes it so that the AI like gets scrambled. Maybe that's what it is, but. Is that, is that what we're now doing? building kits to mess with a bad ai like they're they're messing with their own ai i i don't really buy right. that frankly i i don't i think that there's something some mechanic that's going to be in place eventually that we just don't see there probably there probably will be um i just don't i'm not you know thrilled with it right now and i'm reserving the right to change my mind when we get two more inquisitors and combined like by our powers combined they are captain planet and um yeah you know become good yeah they they can like activate their little their helicopter blades right yes <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think that might be the dumbest thing in the entire rebels show actually uh that's that's probably fair yeah yeah i i think i loathe that more than anything but uh, whatever i mean i actually really like the the inquisitors in general in that show i just yeah the, the helicopter blades were silly and 
so we're gonna see him I, I do think like there's that scene I, I mean there's a few scenes with them in ships I you have to hope I'm just like okay can we can this be a ship for us can we get a ship right yeah any ship please like even if it's a it's an inquisitor ship and may, <laughs> like have chopper pilot it I don't care like he has already has, he already has a ship but you know he steals one for a little bit so I'm saying Give us a light side version and a dark side version. Uh, yeah, she she doesn't she's not good on her own. Right. Yeah. I, so we'll see. I mean, I feel like soon we'll be talking about the entire the entire team, and it'll be more exciting. But right now, it's just kind of a meh. Okay. Right. Oh, well, I mean, the, the parallel, the, the, the obvious parallel here is she she's basically Hunter. Right. Where when he was released, it was like, OK, we just have to wait. Just wait and see what the rest of the team is. I'm sure there's going to be good synergy here. Like, yeah, I mean, I know everyone everyone likes to hammer on CG and stuff. But and, and you and I also like to say how good their kits are that they make because they they make really great kits, frankly. They do. Uh, and this one seems like it failed, but I mean, I'm, I think I'm just, I, I believe that there's, that's going to be a cool squad, frankly. I, I have faith. So <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And actually they've, they have made fantastic kits recently. Um, so I, I have faith. I have faith, but we'll see. Speaking Speaking of faith, along with that announcement, we got we got a new GAC Omicron. And watching Gum before we started, he actually seems excited about this one. Um, oh, does he? He he does. He does. He doesn't put it at the top of the list. He he basically says, you know, uh, it's like third on his list. But Admiral Akbar is getting is getting an Omicron or got an Omicron by this point. Nice. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've. What do you think of it? I have read it once, and I will probably never read it again. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sure, I'm sure people are going to be able to find a use for it. I think this is one of those omicrons that are directed more towards the mid to early game than the late game um i just i i can't see myself using it because what i'll just read the omicron because it's only two sentences the start of battle all allies gain tenacity up for two turns and if all allies are rebel whenever an ally's buff expires they gain three percent turn meter not the whole team just that individual in addition, if all allies are rebel, whenever an ally uses an ability that isn't an attack, recover all allies' health by 5% and call the other two weakest allies to assist and reduce their cooldowns by one. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, so so you said that it's just that one character gets the turn meter. It's everyone. So whenever an ally's buff expires, they gain. 
they gain three percent. So I think that that means like so whenever someone when someone's buff expires, don't do all of them gain it? It's kind of um, awkwardly worded. It is. It. Is. I mean, that veteran surprise. That's CG kit. Um, Allies buff expires. Oh yeah, yeah. I, know, just said. I, I thought it was just the one, and it maybe is. It is. CG clarified. It is just the one. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's 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 pretty lame. You don't even notice that. Yeah. I like. I. I mean. Okay. Like, what's it going to beat? That's my question. What's it going to beat? Right. If you're only beating B teams, then it's not worth applying such a precious resource. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is a very precious resource at this point. I'm, I'm like... I didn't. I don't want to spend money on Omicrons, and yet the the hundred dollar pack is starting to look real nice because it's an arms race, man. Right now, like it, yeah, everyone at the top of the GAC boards, maybe maybe not everyone, but a ton of the people have just been applying the GAC Omicrons oh, and not yeah. not the territory war ones, and it's like super hard to keep up when when your opponent has, uh, you know. Iden Versio and Dash and Zam and Qui Gon, you know, and Akbar. Well, <laughs> yeah, I um, star, all three star killers. <laughs> I, twice this week, one guy I went up against had six GAC Omicrons, ten total. The other guy had ten total with seven GAC Omicrons, and just like. And these guys were over 10.5 million too. So I was like, you guys already have everything. Don't do that. Like, I can't keep up. <laughs> Damn it. Because you know, they bought like every $40 pack and oh, I just can't. <laughs> I know, I, I can't afford. I can't keep up with the Omicron madness right now. I, I just, yeah. I think I'm about to get my fifth. And yeah. And it's like, I... I do want my guild to do well in GAC or in territory wars too. So I guess we got to put, put some on, on Boba. And I, you know, like we ran into a general Skywalker wall and you, you know that they placed that there because we don't have a bunch of Mara Jade. Uh, well, so Mara's not even good against general Skywalker. Um, oh no, but I thought that, that no. I thought that was the thing. That's what everyone well, was saying. That's what everybody kind of, thought it was going to be and it's not I, well so the team you have to bring to kill general skywalker with mara is much higher than any other like than you want like you can bring with the mara uh omicron you can bring ep mara and three scrubs and kill like any other team basically other than darth revan or gas gas's kit is just too much of a pain to get through but like bam squads it's literally ep mara tarkin like tie fighter pilot and death trooper and you can beat the team on auto wow um it's 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 honestly before iden came out i would say it was the best omicron out there 
um, because Funny. it essentially lets you two-man teams. Like you bring, because it's territory wars, you don't get bonuses for going in undersized. So you bring in a couple of extra debuff people, you yeah. know, just helpers. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can essentially two-man because she goes, she puts the tenacity down, then she drops the staggers. Then EP just starts spreading his shock. And, you know, if you remember the old tank P3 team, where once everybody has shock, EP becomes like a machine gun. And he just takes turn I, after turn after turn. Yeah. And, and Bam's like, ha-ha, I'm going to get a bonus turn. And EP says, ha-ha, you're dead. <laughs> ha-ha. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know... It, God, that Omicron is so good. And so it's fun. It's legitimately fun to play with as well. That's fun. Um, cool. I, I'll have to look at footage or something. That That's a that's like a high-end territory war thing that I'm just like missing out on because, you know, because I'm not in high-end territory war realm right now. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, and it's so weird. So it's like uh, at some point... You, you just have to wonder so territory war everyone's getting their their own omicron and everything and territory wars is going to become more and more and more specialized with things like that with, with mara and with with scion of jingo and all these different good territory war omicrons you know phasma and all, all of that stuff and uh, so everyone's going to get more specialized in territory wars at some point there's going to stop being as many comps developed in territory wars for GAC that they can oh, yeah. be applied in GAC. Which which is really going to be interesting because a lot of the top comps come from Territory War and make, make their way over to GAC. Um, yeah. And that's just not going to be a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have to wonder, okay, so a new Galactic Legend comes out and... Yep. Like, okay, so they, I guess they have a few choices. Uh, number one, they could say it's a, it's a galactic legend. He doesn't need Omicrons. Like he's, he's too mm -hmm. good for that. Uh, but that doesn't make him money because Omicrons are probably selling like hotcakes in certain sectors right now uh, for, for dollars, uh, Canadian or otherwise. And uh, they're also, you also have uh, so so that's one option. The, another option would be you could give a galactic legend like three different omicrons, one one for each of the three major game modes that they're doing yeah. omicrons for, or they could just make them hyper specialized and say, okay, like Leia is being released and she has three omicrons, but they're only good in territory battles or something. God, they can't do that. Like they can't. I because... mean, they did it. They did it for Star Killer. Yeah, but they also gave him, and actually, that's one of our podcast questions: of is is that good? Because I don't know if somebody were to come up to me and ask if they should go for Star Killer right now, I'd probably say no. To be honest with you, like if you have money to buy crystals, right? To like do it in shipments, yeah. Star Killer can be good, but. He's being beaten on defense for 65. So you take him on offense, right? And he's going to work there, but he's just not – outside of that game mode, he's nothing. Like, all the top TW guilds have basically said, you can leave Starkiller unmodded. 
<laughs> well, for territory wars, he doesn't yeah. do anything, right? Like, but territory wars and and TB, he's just kind of like, hey guys, don't don't forget about me. Well, yeah, territory battles. He's just like, guys, guys, like <laughs> half his team is just gone. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's super weird, man. Yeah. Um, you're, you're right. Like in, in terms of overall like usefulness, I, I've been having fun actually. Like they have some of the galactic challenges that, you know, like you have, it requires a mixed team or whatever. I don't know if they've required it since I've gotten Star Killer, but I, like I, I have been having fun just like you can, you can throw in a Star Killer team and beat the comps that they throw in there, you know, just for fun. Yeah. Like, and that's the, but, but it's just for fun. And, I don't know, you feel kind of lame at the end. You're like, oh, okay. Plus, plus their health pool and protection pool is is way less awesome than when you use it in, in uh, GAC. Right, right. Um, yeah. I. So if they do that to a GL, like I can't promise I'm going to rush to get that GL. And so here's the other thing, right? The top, the top 10 guilds of the world... Um, they're on average probably the highest spenders. Um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people that spend just as much that are lower GP that came into the game late, but especially when you talk about Maw One and Call Patrol, like they are the highest spenders. If you make a TB GL and we don't have a new TB coming out, there is zero motivation to get this character. Or if you make a GAC um, focused guy, like there's still motivation, but you won't have the guild leader saying, "Guys, we have a really we have a really big war coming up a week after he's released. Make sure you have this GL immediately." Like you won't have that. So I, now, granted, CG I think is kind of blind in what happens in the high-end guilds because they just don't have anyone in there and can't see it. And part of being in a high-end guild is kind of being secretive of some of the stuff that happens in the high-end guild. But if if the character doesn't touch TW in any significant way, there's going to be a lot less pressure to get that character for a lot of the high spenders. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think you're right in terms of in terms of like that specific thing. I, I mean, I think that a lot of the high spenders, though, so some of it is territory war, you know, and guild kind of, uh, you know, kind of started or, or whatever, like activated. But I also think that there are a lot of people who like to spend money who just want to collect their awesome <laughs> sure. characters. Sure. There's that. And then there's people that spend money that want to do well in GAC. But I can tell you, like half of my guild doesn't really care about GAC. (laughs) Like they legitimately play the game for TW. Um, So if you make a GL that doesn't touch all the game modes, you're you're legitimately excluding like a chunk of the population saying, hey, don't 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 rush this. You don't need to rush this. I'd be very curious to hear, actually, uh, just like in general, uh, we could even put a poll up in chat. I don't know if one of our mods is uh, here listening, but I would love to hear just 
like so if they had to delete one game mode one of the one of like the the three the holy trinity of game modes uh you know territory wars territory battles or gac what which one would people just choose to delete like they have to choose one conquest <laughs> oh oh sure sure yeah and that's why i didn't include it yeah that, I know. that makes it way too easy <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, I would probably pick territory battle I, I would delete Territory War easily, 100%. Yeah, I so there is something really fun about Territory War, though. Like, there's, you know, you get... There's something about, te- like, being on a team and coming together and taking out another team. That's fair um i i guess okay so i all right so i don't i don't want to just negate your take on it like i you know like you're you're valid solo but um i i guess here here's my biggest argument about it is first off you'd still have a pvp mode and this game really does need pve to keep a, a like a bigger subsection interested but just to like get per, for personal, you know, and for my personal, you know, benefit, I'd, I'd get rid of Territory Wars as well. But I do think that like Terra, this, I wonder how, where this game would be if Territory Battles just ceased to exist. Like how many people would just say, there's no reason for me to play. It's just a PVP game now. Uh, I mean, that's, that's fair. Um, but I just, I enjoy Territory Wars a lot more than TB. I mean, oh, well, that's fair. In both both of my guilds and out and my former guild, nobody talked about TB. It was like, hey guys, here's the instructions. You know, one person would say, "Who's the fifth Jedi that I bring with Jedi Master Luke?" And then we all just kind of went about our way. Um, even when the territory war is going bad, there's still somebody talking about territory war. That's fair. So limited results here in uh, from the poll. And so Prime Force admitted to clicking all six of the clicks that were GAC. So <laughs> just to mess with people. <laughs> but uh so, so there was essentially zero votes for GAC, but the, the battle was between territory battles and territories, which makes sense. I mean, this is a GAC podcast. Like people aren't going to listen to it. They're like, I hate GAC, but I listen yeah. to their podcast. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, it, it seems pretty split. Honestly, like this is such a small sample size. We had seven votes for territory battles and 11 votes for territory wars. And we have no way of knowing who, who spent extra votes. Um, channel right. points to to get more votes so yeah, yeah. I, it's a, I i mean it's also a strategy thing so the other thing is i like territory battles too i'm not like it's not i'm not saying i don't like it i, I take pride that both accounts now hit 70 in light side territory battle um just there's no there's no real excitement after after you've gone four for four in the same mission every time <laughs> you know it's like oh there's nothing else to work towards i'm just gonna do this 
one week a year or one week a month for the rest of the rest of my life, I guess. Um, the rest of forever. You're, you're right. That it does. Like when, once you, once you finally get like that, you know, it's like 73 waves. I know that that's not the max waves in light side territory, right. battle, but like, you know, there's, there's enough RNG and stuff. It, I mean, I guess you can, you can remod and, you know, like so somewhat guarantee is, you know, like a, a pretty high score, but at the same time, I mean, it's just this mind numbing tedium at a certain point. So I get that. I just think, I think that the game really does need high ish and, uh, you know, PVE stuff. And I, I'd rather do territory battles than like have to do a raid for instance. Oh yeah. I mean, if, if, if raids were put up as an option, they would be gone immediately um, in my mind. Second behind conquest, but sure. Um, oh yeah. But also the other reason I like TW that TB doesn't give is it gives you a chance kind of how we started this conversation. It gives you a chance to theory craft like theory crafting a tb team means absolutely nothing when you leave territory battles theory crafting a territory war team actually gives you something to theory craft because part of part of territory war and it's i think the hardest part for the non-elite guilds to kind of figure out is getting finishing with the 20 finishing with one shot, everybody standing up. And sometimes it's just not possible. Um, you know, like if you use Watt with a GL and he's going to die, like sometimes it's just not possible. But oh, the 20s are important, man. Those ninja the, banners really add up. Oh, God. I, I was having a discussion today with somebody and I was like, listen, if you put Supreme Leader Kylo in front and they're afraid that Lord Vader's in the back, they might do something like use. Um, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo, Watt, and Armor on, or uh, Sith Eternal, Watt, and Armor to clear, and a tank to clear Supreme Leader Kylo. And then you just stole, you just stole 150 banners from them because only C will be up at the end. Like that, that's huge. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Well, so, yeah, just, just because C is, is, uh, you know, viable there to, to beat the team doesn't mean it's viable to help you win. Right. That's what you're saying. Right. I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you. Uh, but but so there is so much theory crafting that's that gets done. And a lot of people don't realize like that's what that's the difference between a TW serious guild and a we like TW guild. Like when you hear somebody say, we're just going to place a, a strong defense because we'll play efficiency. That's great. If you want to play efficiency, you better have somebody that knows how to build comps that get 20s. Because if you're playing efficiency and getting 18s but one-shotting, you're giving up 100 banners in each zone. And then that carries over. Because if your team can get a 20 in TW, it means you're finishing with all five standing in GAC. And it might not be a 65. It might be a 60. But it's, it's a great start when you're finishing with five people standing on your counter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so it, it's an interesting thing uh, because we're going to start seeing that split pretty soon, I think, because yeah. already, I mean, you talk about Mara Jade, 
going in and taking other teams out uh you right. know like like the beskar teams and it's actually it's actually it works against yeah. beskar teams in gac as well but but it, it's it's harder to do and the territory war people who are designing these teams don't care about how effective it is in gac if it you know if the beskar team is going to steal banners or whatever like they're not going to take that into consideration they're going to care right. about as you say five people standing at the end and that's what they care about and not to mention using mara jade's special rules so you know they're going to say okay this team's weak like this this team sucks like maybe this wouldn't work in gac but you know we don't care about that territory wars this works we're going right. with it things but, are going to be lost in translation yes but that's why we're now seeing 360 mara jades because the only thing mara jade really does with her armor crown is it lets her go first she she basically becomes like han so if you have a 360 mara jade the tw team still works in uh gac it just it, it's a heavier investment mod wise obviously so it's not exactly the easiest thing, but um, that, yeah. ironically, the Mara Jade one is one that legitimately carries over if you can do it. Um, so, you know, not everybody can do a 360 Mara Jade or a 340 Mara Jade, but if you, if you can get the mods, because they're, they're achievable mods, um, that's one Omicron that actually carries over and the theory craft works. It's just, can you get there? That's fair. I, I think that I, I do think though, that at the same time, I mean, it, so, so yeah, so some of it carries over. I think that there's a lot that also uh, like, like, okay. Scion of Jingo. He he's killing what like Lord Vader, at least, uh, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it's a, it's like in, in territory wars it, it, that could become your guild's go-to counter for right. for lord vader and then uh, you'll you'll have this weird thing of like okay it works so well and it's so effectively against lord vader that suddenly like there there's just like no one's developing new things to take out lord vader with in, in territory yeah. wars and like the, all the people who have this great crazy incentive to collaborate and work together within the guild to to create this cool theory craft they don't have that anymore because lord vader is solved and then gac lord vader is like well we don't we don't really have a great solution for that it's just going to cause you know i don't care chaos is the right word and lord vader might be the, a bad example because you know i feel like people are solving for him okay anyways right now but what happens when uh, i mean I could see that same thing happening for a, a far more problematic galactic legend down the line. Sure. I, and that's why Omicrons are stupid, but um, yeah. Well, I, welcome to all the metaverse people here, yes. by the way. Yeah. So uh, we were just discussing which, which guilt or game mode to get rid of. That's not conquest <laughs> and the discussions between TB, TB and TW and I'm saying TB um, because we do still get a lot of theory crafting out of TW, even if the Omicrons are going to change things. Oh, uh, there's no denying right now. Territory Wars absolutely feeds into GAC. There, there's no question in my mind. I mean, I've said it a million times. I, I wish I could be in a Territory War guild that, I mean, I love health ski patrol, to be clear. I, I really do love where I'm at guild wise, but uh, I'm also at like, 
I do so much better in GAC when I'm in a high-end territory war guild because there's so much cross-pollination. Like yeah. there, there's just so much of it. And so there's no denying that point. I just think, I, I think overall enjoyment of the game, like I, I don't care about territory wars because it's because I've already, my GAC, GAC scratches my PVP itch, so to speak. Like I'm, I'm good with, with just having GAC and territory battles seems like it would be uh, you know, it's the it's the important PVE element that people are trying to improve their squads and you know all that stuff. At the high, at the very top end, yeah, it, it is pretty stag stagnant and boring in territory yeah. battles right now. So you're right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there, there is so, a lot of theory craft. And Omicrons and allow TW to continue to help GAC. Like. I just don't understand why you want to separate these. I mean, I understand from a pocketbook type of perspective, but I don't think they see, I don't think G or CG understands what goes on and how people play and how one mode controls the other. Because, like, there also used to be a ton of theory crafting in the Okay, I need to I need to finish first in arena. Um, I need to figure out how to beat this team. And so some of the best theory crafted GL counters came from the silly little free to play guy that still wanted to finish first in arena and just threw everything against the wall until something stuck. And now I'm I'm not fighting to get arena back. To be clear, but. So we kind of lost that game mode because that that person's not going to be trying to climb to first anymore. Then uh, it doesn't matter. I've sat in the 80s for weeks now. Right. Right. Then next we have territory wars where a lot of the theory crafting will carry over to GAC, but now if they release 10 TW omicrons that are good and people want to apply in the next 6 months, every battle is going to be an omicron battle. And the theory crafting just doesn't matter to get back to the other side. So they're kind of take all the game modes used to work together. And now they just don't. And the game is becoming very, very segregated between the game modes, which I don't, I don't really like that. Highly specialized. Well, you're right. I mean, in a way you could almost see, you could almost say that Omicrons are in a way like 3v3 kind of in the yeah. way that 3v3 it's like it, people call it not a game mode and i'm not trying to get into that right now whether it is or not you know like i i can enjoy you guys don't have to whatever but uh 3v3 though doesn't really have a direct uh you know like place it, it, there's no other place in the game to to actually make it relevant like it's they don't have us play 3v3 anywhere except for like you could make the argument for ships maybe but that's totally different um as well 3v3 is is just like its own little subset its own little corner of the game uh, kind of and so people don't like it it makes them uncomfortable after that's all the theory craft and all that stuff but I do think that at the same time like omicrons are making all of the game modes like that as well yeah it is. Omicrons are making the games, game modes, not not touch each other. And that's, I don't, I don't think that's a good thing. Like, you might be getting people to buy the $40 pack, but I don't think it's good, a good thing for the game. Right. 
Well, uh, I, I don't know. We'll just have to see. But we are going to start seeing. So there's some people who have the potential to be, you know, world-class theory crafters, like good at GAC kind of thing. Like they could be amazing at GAC, but because of their loyalty to their guild and you know, their preference for territory wars, we're never going to see them, you know, truly rise up, all, you know, the very highest pinnacle necessarily, uh, because they're going to be limited in how many resources they've invested in that specific game mode. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Um, you look at a lot of the the high high end uh, TW guilds, and they're they're not applying GAC Omicrons. Like they unlocked Star Killer, and they applied the unique because it's stupid to spend money to unlock Star Killer and not apply <laughs> that that Omicron. Um, but they're not applying other Omicrons or they only have one, you know? Um, so, uh, well, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where we are in six months because we're already fighting people with seven GAC Omicrons. And in another six months, some people might have like 10, 12, 13. And mm -hmm. other people have like five. Right. And that's 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 going to be that's going to be the dividing line in GAC. Uh, so here, here's an interesting thing, too. OK, so so right now you've organically like with Wolfpack, I assume you guys don't have like an enormous amount of turnover. Uh, I know that the high end no. guilds that I've been in, like there's there's been some, of course, but it's usually you can find someone else like another big account if you need to. Uh, yeah. Now. OK, so. For instance, I, I doubt that right now Wolfpack would want me, would let me in. Like, I, I you know, I, I think, I feel like I could have gotten in previously, uh, you know. And now I, I don't have the Mara Jade one, uh, Omicron, and I only have one on Cyan of Jenga. Like, I only have one Omicron on Territory War characters. Like, I'm, I'm kind of excluded from being, you know, like, I can't be recruited from, from Wolfpack, and that, that's fine. Um, uh, oh, your Amadeus is watching. Nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, here's the thing, though. I, I'm get like, I think it's going to be way harder for you guys to recruit in the future. Like, someone leaves and you're like, literally can't find another guy with five uh, territory war Omicrons. Uh, I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. But at some point, people are going to start to say, I need another R9. And those territory war Omicrons are going to start getting applied and fast. Because, uh, you know, having, having my alt be in a guild that has said, we want to make TW a focus. Uh, one of the biggest problems I've seen right now is, you know, recommend the Mara Jade Omicron. And people are like, why would I do that? And it's so freaking good, <laughs> especially when you're sitting not in the gauntlet, but just outside of the gauntlet where teams are still only placing 100 GLs and you have six teams on defense that Mara Jade can take out. And people are like, why would I apply that? Like, uh, 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 why? I don't get it. Like, that doesn't help me in GAC. And then the same people are saying, 
well, we need to win territory war because I need I need an R9. Like I literally had that conversation today with somebody six hours ago said we I, I hope you know every war isn't like this one because we just lost to a guild that was above us uh and should have beaten us. And then he's like, uh so I have another Omicron. Who should I apply it to? So I say Mara and he's like that that doesn't help me in GAC. Why would I do that? And it's like you're just complaining that we lost to TW to a guild that has territory war omies. Right. And then you don't want to apply one. Like what, what do you think? No, well, the two, the two definitely like, you know, I keep saying the word cross pollinate, but they do, they work together. Uh, you know, like they, yeah. they back each other up and I can recognize the sensibility of that. I I'm just saying, okay. So right now, uh, like, to the baseline to to join like one of these high end territory war guilds is what like you you need at least three territory war omicrons uh, I'm guessing like Mara Jade plus two on Cyan of Jingo. I mean that would probably make sense. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, just in general, I, I'm guessing that there's more specific things, but uh, you know, you have to also have all the have all the other toys probably. But I guess. Uh, okay, so right now it's three, and I don't—I already don't make that. I, you know, I could catch up. I, right. I absolutely could. Uh, what happens in a year when you guys have oh, yeah. like seven or eight that are required, and some people are just like, you know what? I hate territory wars. Da 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 da. Not going to apply them. I'm just going to go do like, uh, you know. I guess that kind of person isn't going to try to get into a high-end territory war guild. I just um, right. I I just don't know. Like if. If I cash, if I'm just like, oh hey, I suddenly have a ton more time, I would love to join. You guys are like, sorry, like, <laughs> you, you're you're way behind. You you can't join, and and that would be reasonable. I, you know, there's just there's going to be li more limited options. It seems like you know more and more limited for recruiting. Yeah, it's uh, God, six months from now is going to be really interesting. Um, but that's why when Omicrons came out a month and a half ago, we said. You know, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket um, because because of this exact issue. You know, three three Omicrons you can catch up with in six months, seven to ten. Not not very easy um, to catch up with. But R nines are not cheap. That's you know what R nines are not cheap. And how many of our battles? Uh, when we were, you know, I was in a top 25 pod. You were in uh, a very high-end pod as well this past week. How many times did we go up against somebody with like six R9s and a bunch of R8s and you notice the difference? Like the GAC Omicrons mean a lot. Eventually R9s are just going to beat down Omicrons because like that's cool Ewoks, you're taking 10 turns. You can't kill me though, because I'm R9. So I, I think people people are very excited about GAC Omicrons. I think they need to need to think of the future as well. But like you said, it will it will be harder for TW guilds to recruit when nobody's applying them. Yeah, eventually it, it will be. I uh, yeah. Well, whatever. I'm. I'm just. We'll see how this goes. I have. I'm having all this specialization. Like, 
I guess the thing is, a lot of the people who really care about it, who truly want to be in a high-end territory war guild, and they want to have BGAC viable, like, they they have a pack for that. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. They have multiple packs for that, in fact. Um, right. Well, and so, and so I think... I think it was Amadeus in chat actually just said, uh, you know, like the there's probably going to be more avenues to to get more Omicrons over time, just like Zetas and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. Sure. Um, th that'll be the same for Relic Nine as well. Like uh, they, in order to keep this this tension going, that like the incentive to play territory wars because right now it's never been higher because Relic Nine is important. Uh, what? They're, they're eventually, though, if you base it off of what they've done in the past, they're going to give us more avenues to get Relic 9 as well. Sure. And it's going to be less and less important to get into a territory war guild. In, well, unless, unless they keep giving us more, uh, right. you know, if they can update the, the loot, that would be great. Right. Because when they add more avenues to R9, that's when R10 is coming. Yeah, but That's, but then they attach it to conquest or some random crap like they didn't. Don't, they, don't do that to us, Sarah. Get out. <laughs> I, I mean, I I just said a random game mode, but like that's that's traditionally what they've done. They're like, okay, we need to push a new game mode. Okay, here, there's this new one, and then yeah, the old game mode that you they're like, I used to be important, and you're like, shut up, you. You know, <laughs> like like you used to be. Like we don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so actually smoke, smoke on his birthday said it, um, TW Omicrons are also useless if the rest of your guild doesn't do it. Like, so True. in my alt guild for this TW, we had 10 Omicron Mara James. You're not clearing his own with 10 Omicrons. You're, you're just not, <laughs> um, like if you don't have 25 to 30 people to apply the Omicron, it's just kind of like, oh, look at this novelty team. Like people that did Phasma and the rest of their guild wasn't. It's like, oh, cool. I placed Phasma on defense, guys. And they're like, yeah, that's going to stop an entire guild. <laughs> um, so it is. That's the other uh, part of the problem with TW Omicrons is it needs the entire, it needs the entire guild to do it as well. Uh, yeah, you you need that buy-in. That that is actually very important. But I mean, the the other thing is we we're talking about the droid brain economy and stuff. And there's there's a huge part of the game, uh, like the, of the player base, that don't even earn droid brains in their territory battles or territory wars, or at least they they earn a a very small number of them. I know that, like for instance, our friend, our mutual friend Hens, uh, he's. He's just, he's like the guild leader of a really small guild. And he gets like, if they win, he gets two. And he's really excited because he's mostly free to play because yeah. next territory war, he'll be able to apply his first relic nine. And he, he's, he was in the, he was like number 13 on the leaderboards earlier he was. this week. Yeah, he was top 20. Um, yeah, like he, he, he's been kicking some serious butt in, in territory. Uh, or sorry, GAC without without even one relic nine. Uh, like he's been beating a lot of really crazy good players, but uh, yeah. Anyways, he he's he's in a smaller guild. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a lot of people in guilds that just don't get relic nine at all. Like like territory wars becomes le way less important if your guild isn't pretty big. 
I guess. If your guild is under 300 million, you don't care about territory war. Um, or 320. I think 320 is the number. Uh, right. Well, and even even a couple steps up, it's like, okay, well, we get, we got a win. Like, we went through all this stress for a win, and we get two droid brains. Like, yeah, 10 territory wars later, you get one. And that's 10-1, you know, like 10 territory wars that you win. And you get right. one, one Relic 9. And you still have to spend, like... 250 pieces of you know or salvage well gear yeah. 12 every every tw win should also give you 25 or 50 uh furnaces like that's because 25 let's say let's just say 25 um so they give you 100 furnaces and enough for an R, enough droid brains for an r9 like give you the motivation. It's like, oh wow, I'm almost halfway there to this R9 with the furnaces. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do something about that, um, because furnaces take a long time to farm. <laughs> they, they just do. Like I've probably spent the last two weeks farming furnaces so I can apply my next R9, which I hopefully is going to come with State of the Galaxy. Um, because I want to apply it before this week, but I know if I apply it today, they're going to have a state of the galaxy, uh, post and they're going to be like, Oh, by the way, you need R9 for whatever's coming out the next GL or whatever it is. It's going to be like, Oh, damn it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I, the, the resource crunch right now. So see i wonder how much cg is making how much money they're making because i there are certain points in the game that i want to spend more than others and right now i feel like i would i I mean right now i would love to there's a ton of things i want to spend money on frankly like yeah there's a ton like territory wars i you know hot ski patrol is pretty laid back on territory wars but i mean I feel like I should just to keep my account relevant in all the different game modes, be putting, placing them regardless. And, uh, you know, GAC, obviously like that's, that's what I do. That's my important thing. I need to, right. every, every one that I apply on territory war is just going to, uh, you know, hurt me in GAC at this stage, at least. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting because you look at Fatal, who is consistently making a run for the top spot. Um, or, you know, at least the top 10. Mm-hmm. And he's applied eight GAC Omicrons. Yeah. And it's working. Like, what he's doing is working in GAC. I kind of wonder long-term what that's going to turn into. I'm excited to watch it because he's doing well. I do wonder long-term what what that is going to turn into for him. Right. Uh, who knows? Uh, you know, uh, the the high end territory war guilds are most likely just going to say no, thank you. If if he doesn't have any of them applied, though, I, I can't speak for him. Obviously, I just right. I can't I can't imagine. I mean, it would be similar to, you know, a, a lot of different like the really high end guilds, and someone's like, hey, I only have one Galactic Legend. Can I? May I join? And you're like, well, <laughs> literally every other person in this guild has at least five. So yeah. no, thank you. Like <laughs> for real, no, thank you. Leave. Um, uh, and it, it, I would imagine it's it's a similar 
interaction. I mean, that that's an extreme example, but yeah, yeah. And actually, I do know Fatal is leaving uh, VG because of it. Um, I think he's going to Clones Unleashed. Uh, call that Nova Mini, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is costing him his guild for it. But he also, he puts a lot of focus on the streaming and the videos. And so it also makes sense from a business perspective for him, not, ju- not just the competition perspective. Well, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what's going to win for me is I'm, I'm going to have right. to show more loyalty to GAC. And luckily, I'm in a guild that still does all the high-end, you know, things in the game you know we we're you know very we do well in territory battles and territory wars we actually try sometimes and win you know and whatever so it's fine but yeah i think gac is gonna have to win out for me because that's that's what my whole business structure is based around you know right yeah which makes sense i mean you know it's hard to argue with that Right. People, every once in a while, people will ask me a question about like how to do the Rancor raid. And I'm like, I've got nothing for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like ask anyone else. So as someone who does it, I just, I can't do the Rancor. I, I don't do it. I don't have time. And, you know, that's a really minor part of the game at, at this stage, but at least for me, but you know, there's, um... there's some game modes I'm better at than others, I guess uh yeah oh god i i put so much time and effort into the raid i actually liked the raid um after after they made the changes for that everybody drops at the same time because that was painful um but when everybody could just hit whenever uh i actually liked the raid and then they made the changes where it didn't matter finishing top 10 and i was like well never hitting this again (laughs) and so i couldn't tell you how to run a single team anymore yeah, I know. Someone's like, okay, so I was remodding my raid the other day for the for the raid to go with the this other these other characters. And I'm like, okay, why are we talking about this though? You know, like <laughs> why, why why are you telling me this? I it, it's okay. It's like someone, well, whatever. It's gonna say something disparaging, which I don't need to do. So um Gosh, yeah. Interesting conversation. It just goes around and round and round, though, which is more important. They're all of the most important. And CG's like, yes, like, well, we have packs for that too. <laughs> oh, there will always be a pack. There will there's always a bigger pack. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Should we talk about our GACs? I kind of don't want to. Uh, we can go we can <laughs> we can move quickly through them we don't have to we can skip it yeah. this week if you want solo uh well i'll just give i'll just give a quick quick uh i faced two of the biggest accounts in the game and i lost because they were two of the biggest accounts of the game granted one of the guys i talked to afterwards and it was very nice uh so i appreciate that but it's hard it's hard to be full R7 teams. Like every every single team he had on defense was R7 or R8 or R9. I had just um, <laughs> and he kept five GLs for offense. So it was like uh weak 
you know, leak banners, leak banners, leak banners, and then he wins. So that was that was my week. Oh, good week. Yeah, yeah. How did your week go? I was a little better. Uh, I didn't face <laughs> any of the top 25 character accounts in the game. Um, my first two, I I won. They they couldn't clear me. The the middle one was the most tense, I think, just because people got on our stream and heckled. You know, like they just messed around. It was uh, yeah, it was a uh, so pretty weird, pretty weird stream. Um, we we had to ban some people and stuff, and then and then you know the drama carried on into the various Discord servers and stuff. So. So that was an interesting one, but uh, the, uh, ultimately, I didn't have a. I personally didn't have an issue with the guy. I know that other guild, uh, that people from other guilds had issues with him and stuff. But um, you know, he just messaged me and said good match, and then left and just whatever. I, I have no issues with him. I did beat him though, so that was nice. Um, and it was really nice because there were people who were like, "Hey, I'm so glad you lost, Zareth," and then. And then I didn't lose, and I was like, "Hey, look at you! <laughs> I thought I thought you were dumb before, but <laughs> so so that was nice." And then the final match, man, that was it, honestly it's so funny. Like, uh, so I ended up losing, but I think my favorite part of it was like he put some some pretty crazy teams down, and we I got really good to had to figure them out. And I, I won't say that I did figure all of them out. I just like. Like the dash team with with Han and Chewie and Cat, just like tried to throw General Skywalker at it and like lost. Uh, you know, it's a crazy comp. Yeah. Um, you know, there, he did some cool stuff. I I really enjoyed the heck out of it. And he only beat me by only beat me by a few a bit. Well, a few. He beat me by twenty four. So I kept it close ish after all the fails that I had. Like really, all it took was one rng element of a fleet and i would have you know come out ahead that, that's all i would have taken like one one twist of rng so you know we kept it close he had a he had a crazy account not maybe not as crazy as the ones you were facing but you know uh over a thousand six e mods versus my 400 is is a pretty big gap so um yeah it, it was good it was a good week ish and i started so I'm now, what, number 130-something going into this week, I guess. Yeah, that's not the worst So thing. you improved by 20 spots yeah. because you were, what, 151? Something like that, yeah. And now you're 133, so that's that's an improvement. Yeah, just, just slowly. I mean, so if I, gosh, going two and one uh, in these brackets, and now I'm at the bracket I'm in, I'm like, I don't know. There's a few accounts that I'm pretty sure I could beat if, if I'll, you know, if I'm – I could, they're beatable in terms of like my roster is the same size and has about the same amount of stuff. Uh, not, yeah. I don't know if they're beatable because they might be amazing players because, you know, they have great records and stuff. So we'll see. But there, there's a few, few accounts. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm probably screwed. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, there we are. <laughs> right. So, like, can I keep going two and one? I, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm at this point solo where if I go, if I finish this season at eight and four, I'm going to feel yeah. real damn proud of myself. Actually. I didn't think that that day would come, but it, it, like <laughs> it's here. It's here already. If I go eight and four this season, I'm going to be yeah. happy. 
<laughs> I can't finish eight and four, so I'd be happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be happy for someone else. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for my pod this week, though, because I'm going out for blood on each and every one of them. Um, uh, all right, so let's let's get into podcast questions. Um, <laughs> speaking of Omicrons. All right. Let's Do you see think it. CG will make Conquest-related Omicrons? And if so, is there any kind of Omicron ability that would even be worth applying for it? I mean, so if, if, they could, if they could let us apply an Omicron that, gosh, like, I don't, I don't think there was. So it would have to be more like a generalized Omicron. Like, they'd have to say, like, Here's the a rebels Omicron or something like that a rebel tech because yeah otherwise it's like okay so I got I got Red Crate on my main account and then Sarah Celiac Sarah from HNN uh, you know she's she wanted to see if she could get Red Crate on my alt which is way more limited only one GL and you know like Bad Batch is like one Gear Twelve character and you know she got Red Crate for me on that account which is great, like super appreciated, of course, uh, but at, or not no but, but you know, I do appreciate that. I, I just have to think she used entirely different tools than I did on my main account to get it. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they would give a GAC Omicron or sorry, a Conquest Omicron that's just so, so transcendent that you need it. Like yeah. you, you, can, you can use so many different avenues to finish Conquest, at least the way they've designed it right now. Right. Um, That's my thought. Yeah, I think if they added Conquest Omicrons, I probably wouldn't apply one. But if they had one that was something along the lines of, um, uh, you know, like Mara Jade's, where it guarantees you go first, because in GAs, in Conquest, that's that's the biggest problem, right? Is they start with like eighty percent turn meter. So if you get like Mara Jade's in in um, in conquest, I think that would be fantastic. If yeah, oh, but if they gave an omic, what if they just said, hey, if you apply an omicron, this person has one hundred percent forever stamina yeah. or whatever it's called oh god i mean that that would be good but the rest of the team wouldn't i know so you'd have to get so, five at least per team right it'd just be this open-ended thing and then like hey i'm gonna do it to cls like cls has broad applicability throughout conquest you know that the cls team and then they're like okay well cool so a lot of people did that so uh how do we how do we minimize you know, how do we diminish the impact of CLS teams in the next season of Conquest? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what they would do. Um, yeah. So that, that would be my, uh, God, they, they can't put one in for Conquest. Um, all right. Uh, let's see what's next. So there used to be two types of players, those that scouted and those that didn't. Now, many of us will be facing far more opponents that scout. How have you or will you change your approach on picking GAC def uh, defenses because of this? Go ahead, Solo. 
Uh, I have changed my defense every single round this time, which is on both accounts, which is not true for what I did in the past. God, in the past, my my alt usually just rolled it over. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Now I've I've changed my defense every single time, so I, it, it's keeping me uh, fresher on offense of having to change the teams I have on offense. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, so I, I am changing things. I think I think one one really important element though is people people will change something really dramatic on their comp. Like they'll they'll change. They'll be like, oh man, okay, I've got a place. I've got to put put you know instead of three Galactic Legends on defense, they're gonna place five. I'm gonna play six, and then they they don't give much thought to how, where their input is coming. Like. Okay, so or who's gonna do the out same output? So Sith Eternal kills this range of characters, for instance, and you put them on defense. Suddenly, that might be a good move for defense specifically. But where right. is like he's also producing a whole lot of threat? Like he's gonna be able to counter almost everything on the board that you see, and whatever team is coming off of defense and in onto your offense, you almost guaranteed that that one team is not going to be able to produce the same results that Sith Eternal is going to produce. And so you, re- you really have to be mindful of, all right, so so our best player is on the bench, you know, he's sick today or whatever, like he's not playing, like, where are we going to get our output? Like, where how are we going to replace his, his output? Like, how are we going to make it so that we can actually, uh, you know, uh, do the same thing as we were doing previously? So, <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, what I haven't changed is I still watch or look at how how they counter things. Like, my last two opponents had, because they have R7 everything, had Barris and uh, Jawas, and that's, that's what they use to counter Mon Mothma teams. So I still, you know, put Mon Mothma down front bottom because I'll take your five to six banners that's going to come with that team. So... Um, I, I still, my, my version of scouting is still looking at what they're doing on offense. Oh yeah. Like their offensive range. That, that's a really important one for sure. Cause as long as you understand the counters that are available, like you can generally plan uh, an offense that can counter, you know, most things and is versatile enough to be able to full clear. Uh, but yeah, what, what things are they going to use? What are their tendencies on offense? Like you say, like if, if someone wants to use Jawas to do something, then sometimes it's just best to just let them do that, that really off or, you know, really awesome thing to them. They, they get a sweet screenshot of, of Jawas doing something cool and you get right. a sweet, sweet screenshot at the end of, you know, a win or something. Cause you, they were, <laughs> they were extremely right. inefficient on their offense. Right. Um, that, that being right. said, I've, I've, I've almost like stopped paying attention to efficiency. Uh, like, I mean, I, I do, I want, I want to get the max banners, but uh, like relics just, uh, I, I'm, I'm at the point where everyone has more relics than me and they just, they drain your banners so bad. You, it's really hard to get a 65 <laughs> these days. And they really do. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, that's the impact of relic. Like a lot of times I have the, mecha- the right mechanics to win a fight, but instead of being a 65, it's a 61 or something. 
you yeah. know and it's, it takes an extra minute because because you know screw relic eight <laughs> right but. um all right without stealing characters from the cls team is there any version of the new akbar lead that nest can't solo Oh, any version of the new Akbar lead? <laughs> I mean, I just want to be facetious and be like, well, if you put like Supreme Leader Kylo in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think so. I think Nestle. Now, uh, you know what? So, yeah, I mean... If it's a if there's a high relic team, they could wedge can still one shot nest. You, you know that that's a thing. Wedge could do that. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. Otherwise, yeah, it's probably still <laughs> yeah. solos everything. I just I don't think it. It's very difficult for me to wrap my mind around that because because nest on my alts the nest still is active but on my main nest is now just a role player who just right. goes, goes places to frustrate troopers <laughs> you know? yeah or frustrates uh mall on offense um, sure sure yeah but i think using rebels i'm sure that there's a combo that will apply tenacity down and then a stun uh, well, well, like Phoenix, for instance, yeah, have always, right. you know, like the, if if you have a high enough potency Zalbar and everyone has is sufficiently tanky enough, like Nest can't solo Phoenix. People might laugh and chuckle about it. I mean, we had that really funny screenshot of, uh, like, it's like a twenty five percent win rate for Wampa to, or maybe fifty percent to solo Phoenix or something. Yeah. <laughs> Because because uh, in reality, like yes, Wampa can do that, but if someone has a, a well tenacity or sorry, well a high potency Zalbar, then Wampa just gets worked. So by Zalbar, everybody, he doesn't mean Zalbar. Oh gosh, Zalbar. Um Zeb. Is that his name? That's his Zab. name. Yeah. <laughs> Something with a Z. <laughs> My bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, all right, next one. Who's more disappointing, Star Killer outside GAC or Boba outside TW? I mean, I think this is Star Killer, like hands down. Uh, so, Star Killer outside of GAC or side of side of Django is disappointing outside of Territory Wars. Like, I haven't seen him I do mean, anything interesting that's consistent. Well, he's still killing Lord Vader outside. He needs, I mean, Fennec needs the relics too, but Boba's still killing GLs outside. Uh, Starkiller is just kind of a third on EP Mara. Uh, well, sure. I, I guess. Uh, I, I mean, I've... I, I'm... The, it's splitting hairs for me. I don't... Scion of Django killing killing Lord Vader outside of Territory Wars. I mean, uh, have you seen that consistently? Uh, well, I've seen Vince. He'll do it consistently. He does it every every GAC. Um, with with Relic Nine, everything. Well, Relic Eight and Nine, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I haven't seen anybody kill a GL in Territory Wars with Starkiller. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so. it's pretty much the same thing. I, I just I feel like they're very parallel in terms of like it's it's a good well, question in the sense that they're kind of equal. I yeah. I feel like they're very stupid, period. Like why why create good characters that can't be used? And I know it's because Marvel Strike Force did it and they're like, oh, that sounds like a brilliant idea. Um it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh all right. Next question. Do you think Iden's team will stay the same as we've mostly seen so far, where it's uh, snow death magma and a trooper or do you think she steals range or stark from veers um what do you think um i think she's mostly going to stay the same because part of the thing about team composition is not killing other teams uh so i have put stark with her but that's because i'm using Gideon because all my opponents have had like 350 Darth Revens and place it with Talon so I'm just using Gideon with troopers to take them out so I have been placing Stark with <laughs> with Aiden but the team is so absurd when you replace when you place the Omicron that I don't think that she needs to steal other people yeah, I, I think she's fine with what she has she doesn't need to I mean Stark is fun because he reduces turn meter on people and he's a good bridge because he's kind of fast and stuff, but right. I don't, I don't know that he's necessary with her. I mean, I guess he causes stagger on his AOE. He might, it might be an upgrade. I think, I think the biggest question is eventually once we start getting some really high end Aiden teams, like she, she really does like to have things from like range trooper really would make that team better and range trooper is the one that in my opinion is the biggest question like who gets him right now it's i think it's still pretty obviously veers and company but uh, maybe it someday we'll get some stupid situation where you, you need him more on the item team yeah i uh maybe but as long as range trooper is going with the other troopers to kill Darth Revan teams, I can't see taking him off. That's, you know. Sure. Well, eventually the necessity of killing Darth Revan teams will be less of less import as well. Yeah. I, well, range is also killing Lord Vader. So there's also that. Um, range is just so useful in the traditional. Like Stark can be replaced easily. Range is so important on that trooper team uh, uh, and that's that's what i said i, I think it's pretty yeah, obvious yeah. that they're you know right now he goes with them but there, there may be in the future uh, some some weird situation that we don't we can't foresee yeah. i i didn't might become more important to at op for, to operate at a high level because she counters something even more important than what troopers currently are right uh, and maybe well we will find out unfortunately we can only test when GAC is active, which means there's not going to be much testing going on. Thank you, CG. Um, all right. Conquest is due to start next week. Last time was a debuff-based conquest. What do you think or hope it will be this time? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> something I don't have to think about. <laughs> I actually... 
So I hope that it is debuff based again because the feats were awful. Like the feats were awful. But yeah. I mean, you could walk in with Lord Vader, do a force crush, and then have the other team beat. <laughs> so uh, I, it, I loved it. Yeah, you're right about right. that. So it was the feats that were grindy that were awful, not not necessarily the, the uh, data cards. So don't change anything, please, except for the feats and make them easier. Yeah, I loved I loved the uh, the damage over time meta, so to speak. Right, uh, that was that was wonderful. Like just keep uh, the debuff based stuff was yeah, especially with Lord Vader, it was so funny. You just hit that one button and you just walked away like that was. They all yeah. just like died of sadness. It was perfect. I mean, that, that's perfect for his character too. So, you know, it's lore accurate. <laughs> it is. Um, all right. There's one more question I was asked during the stream of we're now six weeks into GAC, the GAC changes. How are you feeling about them? I, I mean, so, so, so far I, I have a, a winning record and, you know, I've, I've been, I've been loving it, man. Like every single fight is just really rough, really tricky to do. Like I, I keep, I consistently drop a hundred banners every match and it's been a lot of fun. I don't know. Like just, there's something invigorating about facing really tough players that is really fun. I mean, I think that every pod has been consistently more difficult and maybe I will wear down eventually. I could see that happening potentially, but I, so far I've, I've never enjoyed GAC more than I do right now, actually. What about you? I can tell you I've wanted to quit about 18 times this week. I am not, I did not enjoy this week. I will not enjoy going up against two top 25 GP accounts probably ever. Um, it just, like, it wasn't fun. There was literally nothing fun about GAC this week. Um, so that's, that's how I feel about it. I, I think like there's something really cool about challenging the top accounts. There is something truly, truly awful about just going into a fight and being like, I don't, I don't have much of a chance here. Like, it, it just, it's not fun to face accounts that are 2 million GP over you. I, so, I, I, I enjoy that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just like, I like swinging, just going and swinging. And if you can't beat them, then fine. But I, I don't know. That's Yeah, but uh, see, I'm a competitive person. Not beating oh, them I'm isn't not. fine. Well, I mean, I know you are too, but there is no, like, if you can't beat them, fine. It's, if you don't have a chance to beat them, like, why do it? Right. Well, and that's, that's the fun for me is find, trying to find a way to, to do it. I mean, when you know you're heavily outnumbered, I, I guess for me, there's this mental shift of like, okay, so this isn't like a statement on my, you know, like skill or whatever. It's, it's a statement on like, well, may, maybe it is, maybe I can find a way to yet, you know, to exploit some weakness in their play. Right? You know, you, you have access to scouting, you have access to all that stuff. And I don't know, like, I'd rather be facing that kind of ridiculous account than, than just bludgeoning someone who doesn't really care about GAC in the first place. Um, I'd rather have fair matchups. It's fair. 
I don't, I don't think that that's like the wrong answer. I, I think it's just a difference of preference. And, and maybe, maybe you faced tougher accounts and I'll, I'll just, maybe I'll just totally flip what my perspective is once I just get completely annihilated by people with enormous crazy accounts. Right. I mean, I had three, three, three <laughs> accounts over 10 million in my pod this week three um like that's that's absurd it, it's just absurd and i wasn't even in the top 100 like i don't know now i'm just gonna beat the crap out of everyone blow me because i dropped 1300 spots this week i dropped 1300 spots and so i'm just gonna beat the crap out of everyone like the 10.6 million accounts beat up on me <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. And I am going to flex that bigger fish because you know what? They had no problem doing it to me. So Hell yeah, screw man. these people. They're not, they're not clearing. Good. But then I'm going to climb again and it won't be fun again. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, I think that a lot of people are, are kind of crashing down into reality. Like, I feel like a lot of the GAC people started a little lower than they were, uh, like their skill level was. And so the first season, people were just destroying everyone, just, you know, left and right, just bludgeoning them. And then, and now it's, it's starting to, you know, CG said that it's going to take two or three seasons for us to get to the point, you know, where where we're actually matched up against people who are who are closer to what you know where we're at skill wise, and I think that we're just not quite there yet either. Well, we're so here's the, I don't think, so here's the thing. Everyone says that's you know how this type of matchmaking works. That doesn't mean it's fun for competitive players. Like my, I shouldn't look forward forward to. Uh, hey guys, I'm going to do really well for the next three weeks. And then I'm going to get my ass kicked because CG wants me to go six and six. So I'm going to go 11 and one, and then I'm going to go one and 11 because they want it to be a six and six system. Like that's not fun. That's, that's, that's driving competitive people out. Um, Sure. I, I guess I, I don't feel it so far, but I mean, I feel like we're, where it's coming from different weeks as well, where right. it, you, you felt really frustrated by your situation. And I, I don't blame you for that. I, I don't, I think I just, I, I can't have experienced what you did. And therefore, uh, you know, I, I can understand on some level. I, I think that I, it's something that I'm just going to have to, I'll have to learn for myself. Yeah, <laughs> because, and the funny part is, so I started 21 spots behind you and our pods were completely, completely different, um, which, which is the funny part. So I had three 10 millions in my pod and I faced two of them <laughs> and you, right. you didn't have any in your pod. Um, right. Well, that's why I'm saying like, there's, there's at least yeah. one 10 million that, that I saw 10.6. So uh, we'll see. And that, that guy's been, you know, in the top, top of the leaderboard a few times. So I'm sure I'll just totally get destroyed, but you know, uh, there's, I mean, there have been accounts that have been, you know, way better than mine too. So, 
you know, I, we'll just see. I'm not, I'm not going to dismiss what you're feeling and what you're saying as, as like inconsequential or false. I just, I, I mean, that's always been my favorite thing though, is just constantly trying to improve and get to the top. And even if I get smacked down, like you just, you know, you just keep going and keep going. And, you know, <laughs> I know I don't, I'm not the most talented person out there. I won't ever get to the very top of the leaderboard or maybe if I do, it'll be, it won't be long-term, but uh, you know, I'm just going to keep, keep working at it and keep trying and, you know, maybe just rage quit one day. Everyone will be like, <laughs> where the hell's Zareth? <laughs> oh, we quit. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but anyway, so that's, that's my feelings after this week is that it is complete bullshit. Um, mm. And so that's where I am. All right. Um, yeah, in other news, my alt went one and two, had a losing record <laughs> for the first time in its life ever. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and actually my alt went one and two this week as well. <laughs> oh such a good week such a good week but hey like... we beat the crap out of somebody in territory war so that was fun <laughs> yay <laughs> that sounds fun um, uh, <laughs> prevail man the one the one account i didn't want to win on i, I won all three because and now i'm in chromium one and i'm like please <laughs> like i might i legitimately might lose a few matches in the in the final week if i think i'm gonna get into a rhodium that, that, <laughs> that account cannot handle a rhodium like with two more teams to place on defense and two more to be yeah. responsible for on offense i i that account can't just can't handle a rhodium right now yeah so yeah it's good times system designed to make you lose excellent um all right so there's those podcast questions uh catching me on a good week for that one <laughs> um all right so Zareth, what have you done what have you done this week to improve your roster for now an even higher bracket oh it's mostly modding frankly um I've got to put health on cat. Apparently, that's that's the new thing, health cat and um stuff. I don't know. I, I've I'm just trying to recover from the the trauma that trying to get Starkiller up and running has brought to my account. Like I, I was I was I was out of like everything. Just yeah, just totally out. I don't I don't think I've applied a single gear piece since since I got visas up last week I, I don't think there's been one single improvement so that's it that's it for me i mean I, I don't think anything um i'll have to put some relic levels on people before before that like get visas up to five yeah. and really i really really want to get my royal guard up to eight but i, I you know I have, I have some of the mats i don't know what it if i have enough so that's that's it for me what about you solo uh, I got Mara Jade up to 360 speed. Oh, so yours, yours is mod stuff too. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that. And like I said, I was farming furnaces. I can now apply an R9 if I want. I'm just holding off until we get some sort of an announcement. Nice. Well, so, yeah, I'm, 
I'm also uh, holding on to one relic nine. Right. Um, the good news is, I think if we win this territory war, I'll be up for my second available R9 to place the following set of territory wars. Um, you know, so not not this week, then we'll have TB. And then the following week after that, I'll be able to apply another R9, which should be just in time for, uh, you know, uh, the next season. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, that's that's nice. I, I would like more Relic 9s. Though, honestly, I, I struggle because... It's it's not the droid brains that I care as much about. It's just the ruinous amount of gear twelve pieces that you have to expend for the the other piece. For relic nine. Yeah. Not to mention you have to be relic eight in the first place. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. You have to get to relic eight. <laughs> yeah, it's life is hard. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, is that about it then? That's that's probably about it, yeah. Um, mm. Fun. So, yeah, we need more uh, need more omicrons, and we need like no more omicrons. We need them to go away. I, I really don't know what I think about them yet. Oh god, they're so they're so bad. I hope this is a phase, and like CG is like the the teenager just going through a phase, and we're gonna get out of it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, they're there's they're very clearly like and they're setting us up for a really traumatic like game-wide incident where they they put us they give us a new territory battle. This is why I think we're going to get territory battle omicrons or a new territory battle is they've been giving us omicrons for them and I I think they're setting us up for us to all feel bad. Uh, like we're like okay we're all good finally we've we've finally gotten the right mix the right blend of territory war and terror and gc omicrons we're all happy and then a new territory battle comes out and it's like well time to gear up karth and put his omicron on you know and if you don't do yeah. it you're out of the guild <laughs> oh karth because here's the thing about the karth one if you if you have to apply Karth, you have to relic up the rest of the team. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Uh, yeah, I I really don't want to apply any uh, territory battle omicrons right now. There's no incentive for for high end guilds right. at least. But yeah, yeah, that, that that'll that'll happen though. I think I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. Um... Ben Seal wants it to happen so he can put one on IPD. <laughs> that's cool, Ben oh. Seal. You know what? That, that seems fun. It's like he just, it, IPD can explode and then he comes back. But, Come back, yeah. But the explode doesn't do any damage anymore. 100K is nothing these days. How stupid is this? I tried to use an IPD to blow up my opponent's IPD the other day in GAC. <laughs> it's such a bizarre situation, but it didn't even kill their IPD, but it got him down to the point where the AI went and blew that IPD up on me, and that didn't kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this mutual like detonation that did nothing. It was like, 
okay it's like in dodgeball when those two like at the, the final match like the you know like there's two guys who are on either team who you know who have like feelings for each other and they they see each other and they both freeze and then they both get hit in the head with a dodgeball at the same time and it's just like they're irrelevant <laughs> and out and that's what it kind of felt like it was just like uh, that's cool man like IPD is just not relevant anymore that's cool <laughs> right yeah yeah basically yeah uh, well uh, can you like try to put try to use ipd in light state territory battles like does 100k actually kill anything I, oh god no it wouldn't even get through their protection yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think if that like that they need to revamp that in a in a bit bad way like that that is the stupidest <laughs> yeah. thing like sacrifice a character but at least you kill their no you didn't do anything that's cool so anyways i could stop we can we can get out of here solo anyways all right why don't we uh end the podcast so thank you everybody so much for joining us uh we will be streaming on wednesday night on our personal pages we'll be streaming on friday night on the gambit podcast page and then sunday night on our personal pages come watch us well come watch utter destruction of whoever i'm up against because now i'm out for blood and zareth will of course destroy his opponents and prevail as he does um He'll try. We'll be, yes, we'll be back for the podcast on Monday. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, guys. Don't be dicks. Remember that evil sucks. He really does. Uh, Fair enough. Oh, yeah. I got to push the button, don't I? <laughs>